Welcome to the Fitness Pro Mentors Podcast. We are the Minds on Muscle Show, and today we are talking about some really cool marketing stuff. We're talking about three students that have absolutely crushed it and taken their business to the next level. I'm really excited about this. Me too. I love talking about these guys. They're great guys, and I got nothing else to say. I'm just excited, Brandon. So what we're going to try and do today is instead of just telling you about how great our students are, because they are great and we're obviously biased, we're going to try and share bits of information about what has worked for them and has really helped them scale and grow their business. Because as personal trainers, you absolutely need the marketing and business infrastructure to take your business to the next level. And these three professionals at all various different levels, now even more higher level, have done some amazing things. We want to share some tidbits with you to get you kind of fired up. Absolutely. I think all three of these guys have had uh, different experiences. I think the great thing about hearing about each one of their stories, so I hit the camera for a second. The great thing about hearing each one of their stories is that each and every one of them was in a different place in their career. Norley, a budding young trainer doing really, really great. Uh, Lewis is a veteran of the game, has 25 plus years of experience as an exercise professional, and 99 strong Ari and his team there's a whole bunch of them. So it's a conglomerate of guys who've had success with the program. And I think it's going to give a little bit of a showcase about what works for you at different spots in your career. I'm really excited because of that. So actually, I just spoke to another student yesterday who's going to be doing some more stuff with us. So I'll wait for the future. But he's told me he is making over 12 grand a month after all the stuff we've done. Serious money, big stuff, super exciting. So before we jump in today, there was one little talking point that I did when I wanted to try and give you some value to kick this whole thing off, right? We talk a lot about marketing. We talk about a lot of pieces. There are two simple things you need to be doing within your business right now consistently if you're looking for growth. Number one, you need to be working on audience growth. No matter what, you need to make sure that you're working on audience growth because you need to make sure that new people are seeing you, seeing your information, and your community is growing. You also need a place for that community, but ultimately it comes down to growing your audience. Second, the second most important thing you need to be doing is working on converting your audience. All the stuff that we do, making new people hear about how awesome we are and who they become after our service and identifying their pain points and knowing what they need and giving them an amazing option and showing them a solution comes down to showcasing to all these different people how we can grow our audience and then taking that audience and converting it to business. And if you're not seeing your business grow like you want it to, one of those two things are gonna be the pitfall. You're not having enough people see you and you're not making enough offers strategically to get people in your world. So let's kick this thing off, man. Where do you wanna start? I think a great piece to start would be to start with Lewis. Lewis. Mr. Lewis. So we're not going to use any last names. And if those people who are in this group, they want to come and say, that's me, because there's a few. But Lewis is someone that is awesome. He is um, an established veteran in the industry. He's working really, really hard. He's taken the Muscle System Specialist Program and a bunch of other amazing personal training programs and is consistently working on educating himself. But Lewis did one small thing that I was told not to do at the beginning of my career. And he's been doing it We've been teaching it to him and how to do it. And he's been getting an incredible ROI where he literally has told us that he's never been busier, which is fantastic. Uh, Glenn, what is the one thing that he's been doing? We're talking about the value pieces? Talking about the value pieces. Value pieces. So value pieces are, create, are, are either PDFs or videos or something you create for prospects and clients that give them some immediate actions and some value 
for things that they can do right now to help them towards their goals. For example, if you work with people who want to lose body fat, it could be the biggest five body fat mistakes, body, excuse me, my goodness, the words are hard today, the five biggest body fat shedding mistakes that everyone makes. Or if you work with people with pain and discomfort, it could be five things you can do right now to start getting out of pain fast. Whatever that is, it's a piece of information. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a value piece that you can share with anybody at any point in time to help them right now. And one of the great things it does for you as the exercise professional is it's a great way to start nurturing and showing these people, hey, I know what I'm talking about. I can help you. I work with people just like you who have the same concerns and emotional pains or issues, whatever you're looking to have solved. I can help you with that. And here is my entry to show you what you can start doing now to do that. So ultimately, the, one of the most amazing things with this is you're giving away free stuff to help people. And I, I, one of my uh, mentors once said this, and it was an interesting way of looking at things, is when you post something on social media, you put something on a website, you put something on YouTube, wherever you're putting stuff, you're even sending an, an email through your mailing list, you're actually asking to borrow someone's time right? Regardless of what it is, you're asking to borrow someone's time. And so when you do something and you do a post and you do like a, Hey, look at how great I am. Look at us. We're doing so good. You send an email, look at the new machine we got. This is so great. There's very much a look at me marketing component to this and doesn't provide a lot of value to the people in front of you. Now on the other side of the coin, if you're talking to a prospect or even someone who's already a client and you want to try to over deliver, if you give them some free on top of what you're already providing information that helps to solve their problem immediately, how amazing is that? And now that trade of their time to look at your content and engage it is not nearly as bad. It actually becomes more of a, I want to be here. I want to be a part of this community and I want to learn more about what you do. And so this is where Lewis has really come to shine is that Lewis of all the stuff we teach has embraced the value piece idea. And we're going to be interviewing him in a few weeks to talk to him more about this experience. So super excited about that. It all comes down to offering high value over delivering to those active seekers. So when someone sees your content, they see what you do and they get a small taste of how you can help them by doing this thing. It's really a game changing experience. And Lewis himself has said that he has never been busier after doing the value piece thing. Really exciting. I'm a big fan of the value pieces of these how to documents or these biggest mistake documents, whatever it would be, whatever you would create for your prospect or your ideal client. I love them because I think one of the more challenging bridges to cross is the one between someone who's kind of like a cold to warm referral versus someone who's really, really hot. Hot referrals, like they're almost pre-sold entirely. They just gotta come in and meet you and you gotta go over the fine details with them and they're ready to go. Other leads though, they're gonna be a bit more hesitant. They're gonna need a little bit more, we say here, nurturing, but they need to get to know you a little bit more, to build more rapport, to build more trust, to hear how you can solve their problems. And a great way to bridge the gap with these referrals is going to be to send them these value pieces. And I think that's what Lewis did so great he told me expressly that he had a couple different clients who were trying to refer him these potential people, these prospects. I think there's two or three of them. And he was saying that he's tried to have um, the, his clients connect them via email or to have them give him his phone number, whatever that is. And you know, it, it, that's a little tenuous. Not everybody wants to give away such private information. Lewis switched what he was doing up. He created these value pieces and he said, hey, listen, 
send these value pieces, send these documents to your friends, give them my email, my number, and if they like what they see, they can feel free to reach out to me. And if not, that's okay too. And so these, I think it was two people uh, who were his clients sent these value pieces out to their friends that they wanted to work with Lewis. And both of them ended up calling Lewis that very same week. He had another story where he was on a golf course and like Lewis loves to golf, goes out all the time during the summer and he goes out with his buddy. And often when you're just two people, you get paired up to be in a foursome. And so all these different times that Lewis is out there, eventually you get to the conversation when you meet new people is, well, what do you do for work? And Lewis says his shtick about, you know, I'm an exercise professional, help people move and exercise and, you know, tells a little bit about his niche. And through the conversations that he has with people, he ends up saying, hey, listen, I've got this great PDF. Let me send it to you right now. On the golf course, picks up his phone, emails these value pieces to these people that he's just met, that he's having a great time golfing with. And then days later, they email him back and say, listen, I really like what I saw here. Can we set up a meeting? Honestly, fantastic. It's super simple. And I, what Glenn just illustrated, if you're looking for a takeaway from today's conversation, here's a simple thing you can do. You want to ask for referrals, right? This is typically what happens, right? You ask someone, hey, do you know anyone in your world that could benefit from what I do? And they go and talk to their friends. Give these referral people that you're trying to set up to bring new people in your world some ammo. Create something that speaks to your target audience. And so if Glenn's trying to refer someone to me that's got back pain or someone's got weight loss and you create a PDF, a video, anything, even a little uh, brochure, if you will, give it to these people. And so that way, instead of them saying, hey, you should really call my guy or my gal, they could say, you know what? Don't call them. Check this out and see what you can do for them. Fantastic. Cool. Uh, next student I'm really excited about. We mm -hmm. did an interview with him. And honestly, in my opinion, this, I hate saying young fella, because he's got such a robust beard and looks so masculine and strong. I love it. Um, he really did the exact thing that we've been trying to get people to do. He was someone that was scattered, working all over the place. Young entrepreneur, getting the ball rolling, but was stuck just paying the bills, working all over. Taking the information and embracing really all of the systems that we taught through FBM in 12 weeks, took all of that information, exploded a community and actually went out and started his own business. And he's now self-sustaining entrepreneur and is in a position where he's actually looking to open his own studio, Mr. Norley. Yeah. And I think, I mean, there's so many different things we could talk about Norley. I feel like we could actually do a legitimately a full podcast talking about this fellow. There were so many things I think that made a difference for him. And I mean, this is what ends up happening to a lot of young exercise professionals, especially if you're watching this and you've only been in the game for a couple of years. There are a lot of different skills that you can learn. And Norley started uh, learning some of them here. And I think the big one that he took away, and this is huge, and I think we're talking about this a little bit more for our last group of guys, was starting to track and understand the health of his business better. Because what a lot of trainers aren't doing, both young budding ones and also seasoned vets, is they're not tracking the numbers. They don't know where people are coming from. And like, listen, we talk about this all the time in the podcast, but here's the real thing you get from this. When you track, you get clarity. And for a lot of people, when you have to wear all these different hats, the one-on-one -on -one technical hat, the sales consultant hat, the marketing guy, the every single one for your business, it's easy to get lost and be stuck in the fog of all the different things that you have to do in your brain. And so by starting to track and starting to figure out really where he was and get an idea of like how he's using his time and his schedule, how far he's driving every day to see these clients, how is he spending his time 
inside and on his business? Is that time being used effectively get him the leads that he wants? All these different things got really, really clear on his high value tasks, the things that he should be focusing on to give himself the highest return on investment. And by taking that, knowing what he's got to focus on the most and doing those things, which was for him, that one-to-one -one marketing, getting his message clear, reaching more people in his target demographic and all that kind of stuff, the amount of leads that he was getting was improving. It was getting better. And in addition to that, also having value pieces, these, a lot of these leads became warmer. He's got a Facebook group. So a lot of these people, even though they weren't going to be leads right away when they found him, a couple months later, after seeing his content and getting to know him better online, they said, hey, I want to work with you. And that's how he was able to actually quit his job as a, I think like a doctor's assistant in a, a clinic to just pursue his dream of being a full-time personal trainer. And his income's gone up and he's just so much more happier doing what he wants to do. He's got more free time. I mean, everything about this guy's career has changed. And like, I'm so proud of him because he did the work, which is amazing. So you got to track your numbers because ultimately you don't want to be in a position where you're reacting to where your business is. You want to make sure you're in a strong position to constantly be looking forward. And if you just want to maintain, that's fine too. But if you start seeing changes in those numbers, you'll start to identify your bottlenecks quickly and know exactly where you need to focus. Lewis absolutely created a community where all these like-minded demographics were all coming together. He grew his community faster than anyone else in our group thus far. Hundreds of members very quickly. You mean Norley? Norley. So, okay, great. Norley. Not Norley. Lewis Norley, this guy. Pardon me. Norley grew his group as fast as he possibly could and faster than anyone else that we've seen. And as such, done a really brilliant job. There's one thing, and we're going to be talking about this more with Mr. Brad Thorpe live this Friday, is that motion is lotion. And as you're starting to film more content of your clients, you can take pictures, but the more movement you can showcase, the more things you can showcase going on, it gets more people excited. And so for Norley, he has been filming a lot of his different people exercising and doing different tasks that he's teaching. And it's starting to showcase the energy and it really showcases who he is and the experience that his clients are having. So when people are prospects and they're looking inward, they hear about the results that Norley provides. They see the community and how passionate he is about helping people and concurrently are seeing people like them working with him live in real video. So for Norley, if you're thinking about, well, what can I take away from this conversation? Uh, one, he's tracking. We say it all the time. It's cheesy. You need to know your numbers. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know the health of your business. Uh, two, you need to make sure that you have a place for this community to go to. So you need to know where your audience is, know how to reach out to them, but then pull them into your community so you can help curate some confidence and really showcase your brand. But more importantly, how you can help them. And then from there, have a robust and simple process to convert them into real conversations. And as such, go out and become an entrepreneur on your own, which is really the pipe dream. I think one of the things that Norley did, and I, just kind of on a final note to wrap this one up, because we could talk about him forever. One of the things that Norley did when we talked about a CEO avatar is really find a way to get excited about his business, to get excited about seeing it grow, to get excited about marketing. Marketing isn't the most exciting thing for a lot of people. In fact, that's why their businesses are suffering. It's because they don't like marketing. They don't like sales. They don't want to learn that kind of stuff. But finding ways to get excited about marketing will really help you stay in it and stay consistent with it. Now, we've talked about this before. Both Brandon and I are not huge fans of motivation, right? Motivation's fleeting. It comes and goes very, very quickly. Commitment 
is super important. But if you are committed to growing your business in marketing and you can find something that you know consistently excites you about marketing, you find a way to do that every day, it's really going to help you stay consistent, help your business grow. And I think Norley really did that is he really doubled down on figuring out ways how he could make creating content a lot of fun for himself. And that's part of the reason why his client base grew so quickly is because that really does shine through. You got to have some fun with this whole thing because we can showcase a ton of different simple systems that you can do to get people excited to come in the door, but you got to find some enjoyment of it. You got to kind of push hard, do a little bit more work up front so you can identify what you like, what works and what doesn't work. And then from there, embrace it. And Norley's having fun with it now, which is like Glenn said, one of the most amazing things. He is growing his own dream by doing it the way that he wants and making sure he's taking care of the health of his business just perfect. I love it. It's so hard sometimes just to be yourself and find a way to have that still function in a professional setting. But once you hit that sweet spot, it, amazing things are going to happen. So from here, I want to talk about one more student who did an interview with us at the halfway point, and he's going to be doing another one real soon. And this is Ari Beneshai, and he represents Strong, 99 Strong. I made the same interview oh. mistake. I said that to him, and he goes, no, 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 that's, that's just our address. It sounds really cool, though. It's a great name. But Ari Beneshai, and he's got uh, two business partners, uh, Callum and Alex, and they are absolutely doing some really incredible stuff in Toronto. And so right off the bat, they opened, you want a quick little sob story uh, in a good way. Uh, they opened, all three of them opened a small business in Toronto uh, right before COVID. They did it in January, I believe, or just before maybe early, and it might even have been November. Any event, they just opened, they got the ball rolling, they got everything going. And then if you've been paying attention to Ontario politics, even just a little bit, uh, COVID locked everything down in Ontario. And then they were in Toronto. So they were, I think, locked down for 14 or 15 months, pretty much straight, limited to outdoor training. So when it came time to open, they knew they had to do something different. They had to get seen by a lot of people and get the marketing, not so much just for the three of them because they're pretty established professionals, but how do they scale and grow their personal training business? Which is why I love talking about Fitness Pro Leaders, which is our growth program once people finish the mentorship because at the end of the day, you need to make sure you've got the systems in place beyond just marketing so you can actually grow a successful studio, have amazing people like Glenn Taylor and Chris in your business, growing and helping support the health of everyone in in your business. So these guys knew that when they opened, they had a team of trainers, they had to get healthy and strong financially so they could keep their team. Because as many of you know, if you're in a position where you're trying to grow a personal training studio, finding good people, right? There's two businesses, right? You have the model of getting clients and client fulfillment. And then you've got the model of trainer fulfillment. How do you make sure that your trainers and your staff are financially supported? They've got everything they need from an equipment cleanliness perspective, and there is potentially a consistent flow of interaction of new people coming in to get them excited. They knew they needed to make a change. They needed to make a step forward. And so in three simple months following our mentorship and leader program, these guys have gotten to this incredible point. And I want to talk more about the mechanics of some of the things that's working for them because they're a perfect example, in my opinion. I mean, we could talk about strata, insanely biased. But we can talk about with them what's working and why their business is growing so fast. They're in a position right now where Ari told me the last time I spoke to him, they're basically getting one new client a day like converting one new client a day, which is incredible, right? This is where you want to be if you're putting all this work in and they've got an incredible team of people. Now, Glenn, you were saying that there was one thing that you noticed with them and he told me is this too. What was like kind of like the biggest thing that you saw with Ari when you were working with him that made this huge change? The biggest thing? I mean, there, I feel like there were a lot of big things. Did I tell you one big thing already that I'm forgetting and missing? Tracking. He was talking about the tracking. Oh, the tracking. Okay, from previous, yeah. I mean, and this is Nick... <laughs> I don't want to beat a dead horse. The tracking is so important. 
And if you're not tracking and you're hearing us, you'd be like, yeah, 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 tracking. And you're not tracking, track. Just track. These guys um, were doing some track, admittedly, because they run a business. They know their overhead and all that kind of stuff. But once they really got a handle on the tracking, where their leads were coming from, how long they were sticking around for, all that kind of stuff, it really made a big difference in their business. I think for them and for a lot of different trainers, the tracking just doesn't indicate the health of your business, but helps you get organized. Because if you're going to start tracking numbers in your business, it seems like if you're going to do that, then you're probably going to start scheduling your time out better. You're probably going to start penciling the things that you need to do better. You're going to be more aware of some of these activities that are going to have a higher ROI versus lower ROI. There's something really magical about just tracking the amount of clients in your schedule and your numbers, but also tracking how much revenue you're bringing in and how you're converting through your sales funnel, right? your new people in your system, to calls, to meetings, into assessments, into new clients, right? This kind of funnel. Once you're tracking those numbers and you know them intimately, it's like everything else you feel like you have to track or you should be tracking and you want to be tracking. I know I had the same experience myself as once I started actually taking a look at the amount of clients coming in and how much I was earning every week and how many new leads were coming in. I really started being more conscious about how I was scheduling my time. And I think this is pretty much true for pretty much everybody who's joined the program and all the students that we're working with who weren't tracking before and are now tracking more is they start tracking everything now. And it's funny because once you start to, I think you can attest to this, once you start to understand tracking and it's not so scary anymore, you actually begin to love it. Because what you can see is the actions you take having a direct impact in terms of numbers on your business. And that's exciting. That's empowering. That is, in a sense, I know we talked about this earlier as not being the biggest thing, but that's, in a moment, very motivating. And you get to celebrate those wins. And celebrating the wins is, a lot of the times, the fuel for the fight that keeps you going. What was that flow thing? The lubrication motion thing? Motion is lotion. Motion is lotion. That's that motion. That's right. It's that lotion that keeps you in motion. So there's a couple of other things they did that worked really well for them. And one of the things that happened, which is honestly so simple by them putting more energy into their marketing and their advertising, getting their messaging dialed in and actually putting more content out online, they started having their clients get excited because they had current clients who would see the information, see the education and get a little bit fired up. And what would they do? They referred more people to come. So a big thing that I teach in the mentorship for everyone is I'm trying to teach people how to outreach and get new people coming into your world. But through this process of offering high value to new people, current clients get excited. Current clients love you. They know what you do. And so instead of just waiting for them to refer, they got all excited and said, oh my gosh, these guys are making a big push. They're reopening. They have all this incredible value. I'm going to tell my friends about them. And so part of the big thing that happened for them is just by introducing some of the marketing ideas, just by working on their advertising, putting a little bit more information out online and in the world, they started getting a ton of clients, which comes back to the Lewis thing of offering more value. They started offering more value to people already in their world. They increased the fulfillment and the value of people walking in the door. And from there, they got excited and started telling more people to come in, which is just really cool. Yeah, I think there are so many great things that for them came out of this program. I don't know if they did a lot of marketing beforehand or or really, actually, I shouldn't say I don't know because I do know. I don't think they did a ton of marketing and whatnot before and they did build their business amazingly off referrals. But now they're at the tipping point where, excuse me, now they're at the tipping point where, you know, the referral well at some point 
you, it does run dry, right? And it's not like it's an infinite thing. You can't ask for referrals every month, expect to get more and more people, but they're in an amazing place now where they brought in two new trainers in the past three months. Both those trainers are pretty much entirely full. And now they're at a place where it's like, okay, how can we grow our business more? Start looking at to find a new facility to bring on more trainers. And now what marketing systems are going to put in place to make sure that we can still get these new trainers busy. And that's where these Facebook groups, these value pieces, a whole bunch of other stuff we've talked about now, in addition to the 30 plus other finding strategies that we discussed in our program all come into play. So the last talking point around them actually leads into a small discussion that I wanted to have. And it's more for trainers and people who are starting to grow their business and people that are, they have a bit of a team. One of the things that they have done so well is they have three owners, which is atypical. In my opinion, I'm not someone that usually recommends partnerships and multiple owners because every time, I shouldn't say that, most cases outside of our friends, a couple friends in Toronto and our friends in Chicago, I haven't seen this relationship work out too, too well unless there's clear designation between each role. These three guys are each individual powerhouses with strengths and weaknesses that they all kind of work together, which is absolutely amazing. Alex, Callum, and Ari. And so what they've done is they each have specific roles that they focus on within their business. So each one of them is working on different things. One is working on more of the actual educational content. One is working more on the tracking. One is more working on the therapy clients and trying to build that side of things and then the conversion. And so what I love about this, and this is a big thing that's right, the first video in the Fitness Pro Leaders program is talks about the Avengers. I am a gigantic superhero nerd. Honestly, I come to work, I do all this nerdy stuff, and then I go home and watching superhero movies is how I turn my brain off because it's just a blast. But the thing I love about the Avengers is you have all these different types of people who are coming together to create something more powerful than themselves. Just like the human body, right? You've got muscles, nerves, brain, right? The emergent behavior of this entire thing is expressed as the human body, which can do some stuff that is way more powerful than the sum of individual, uh, than the individual parts. The Avengers are the same. You got Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, the Hulk, Black Widow, and all these people have different power levels, different strengths, different weaknesses. And as such, each one of them brings something different to the table, but together they create something more powerful than themselves. And this is where each one of those people is an individual planet in the solar system of the Avengers, if you will, and have their own responsibilities, their own things they do, their own things they can do and only things they can't do. And what is great about this is it turns into an ecosystem of less stress, less hair pulling, and everyone is happier working together. And I love this here. I mean, Glenn works on our community manager stuff and helps to keep everything online exciting. Taylor's our operations manager. He's the guy when people, someone calls the front desk, he's the first point of contact half the time and it gets people excited because he's so clean, articulate and perfect at that stuff. Chris is the head trainer on the floor and if anything goes down on the gym floor that shouldn't be going down, Chris is gonna stop it. I'm doing some other crazy weird stuff. Together, everyone who's a part of this vision helps to make things flow together and move together. I don't know, what do you think about that? I mean, it only makes sense. And I know a lot of people who are watching this are, are solopreneurs and whatnot, which is fine too. But there are ways to take that teamwork perspective and bring it to your own business as well. So for example, Brandon and I uh, at one point wanted to redo our KPI sheets for our students. But neither of us is quite uh, savvy on the 
Excel end of things. I, I'm not great at it. I know Brandon's not great at it. We don't really have anyone I would say was an ama is amazing at doing spreadsheets that is here like, you know, regularly all the time. And so what did we do? Well, we delegated it out. I found somebody online. I said, hey, what's going to cost to have this done here, the specifications? They said, this is what it's going to cost. I'm like, great. That's within our budget. Let's do it. And this gentleman put together the spreadsheet, made the edits as I needed him to. And then we had our KPI sheet taken care of, very clean, very crisp great for our people to use right now that gentleman isn't on our team per se but we employed uh we employed him and delegated a task out to him that needed to be done and some of you listen you've got your own spots your own little small little studios you can delegate that cleaning if you paid somebody uh to let's say do three hours of cleaning for you per week or you traded services or something like that in terms of where you know maybe you give up i don't know you pay someone maybe $200 to clean your facility for four hours. That's $50 uh, for every hour. But let's say you're training and you're pulling $100 an hour. Well, listen, you just saved yourself 50 bucks by having someone else do that cleaning for you instead of you doing it. That's either more time you can spend doing more high return investment tasks where you can get more clients, build your business, hire other trainers, do whatever you want to do, build out your business, or you can go back to cleaning and you know, not have that time. And maybe that's fine. And maybe, that, and maybe that's what you want to do. And maybe that's okay. And there's nothing wrong with that either. However, the nature of growth is that you're always going to be trying to improve and spend as much time as you can on the stuff that's going to bring you the highest return. So why not delegate stuff out where you can? So just because you don't have a team like Strong does, doesn't mean you can't figure out ways to bring people into your fold so you can delegate stuff and be a team in that regard. If you continue to think about all the things we've talked about and check out the CEO avatar episode we've talked about, check out the messaging. Ultimately, if you can recognize that as you're trying to curate a team of amazing people, don't just hire, I mean, as far as trainers go, don't just hire anybody. Try to create an environment that'll attract the right trainers to your place. Because if you get people who are excited about your business as much as you are, they'll help to promote and grow it for their own selfish reasons, which they should as well, but at the same time for the growth and health of the business, which is fantastic. So I would definitely recommend um, if Lewis, Norley, or Ari watch this, uh, please comment below and say hi and leave links to your stuff. And if not, we won't say anything more than that. But Ari and Norley did do little video interviews with me. So you can check that out under the interview section, which is absolutely fantastic. Lewis will be doing a video with me really soon. So we'll be interviewing him what worked about the value pieces. But at the end of the day, our mentorship is doing some really great stuff. Honestly, the one thing that's consistently said from all of our students is we are over delivering. We put so much information that it's almost overwhelming so much stuff. And if you're looking to have the most amount of marketing information possible for both online content, in-person conversion, whatever it is that you're looking for, let us know. Glenn and I and Taylor, we'd all love to help you take your business to the absolute next level. At the end of the day, there's one thing that we want more than anything, and it's we don't want you to have to leave the industry or think about coming up with other silly revenue generating activities. We want you to be career personal trainers because at the end of the day, personal training and exercise is an incredibly powerful vehicle. And if you have the right tools bringing the right people in and they have the right conversion strategies and the right retention strategies, you're going to be unstoppable like we are. Yeah, the, the industry is shifting. We're seeing more and more people bring more rational science and logic to the exercise industry. While it's still very easy to get a weekend certification and become an exercise professional, more and more people are seeking out intelligent people like yourself to help them with their bodies. Keeping the change you want to see in the world, keep learning, keep growing. We'd love to be able to help you wherever we can. 
Before we finish up, though, we have to ask one of the most prudent questions. And Glenn, what is your pick of the week, man? So my pick of the week is something that we might have spoken about a long, long time ago, but it came back around for me again, and that is streamlining your at-home office, but specifically your content creation system. So you can't see it right now, but Brandon has a giant light here. We've got a backlight over here. We've got a digital camera, an additional viewfinder, a computer, two lights, one, two, three microphones, and a Rodecaster Pro soundboard, something like that. Every time we start the podcast to get this beautiful, clean look, Brandon literally pushes like four buttons, right? And it's, and it's go time, and that's pretty much it. Now, I have a very similar setup at my house, and I actually updated mine this weekend. I found out a way to stream instead of 720p on the Canon to get into full 1080p, which I love. It looks very, very crisp. I got a, a softbox for my light, so the lighting looks even better. And Brandon actually helped me set up a blue light for the background there. He gave me a stand for it. The reason I'm sharing all this with you is because in this day and age, I really wish you'd get away from it, but you can't. You have to be creating content. And you have to be on social media. You have to be sharing stuff with people. This is the world that we're living in now. And we spoke just a few minutes ago about making sure that you can use your time effectively. If Brandon had to take apart and put this up every single time, it'd probably take at least 15 minutes. If I do the same thing at home, it'd probably be around the same thing. Imagine having to set up something like that every 15, sorry, 15 minutes every day if you want to create content. Content. It's challenging. It's not a great return on your investment. If you're having a high value on your time like Brandon and I do, you don't want to be doing that. So finding ways to take a digital camera, invest in some lighting, get a decent microphone, and setting that set up at, up at your house and having it all ready to go is great. My microphone probably cost me $100. My camera, I think, was about $500. My lighting altogether might have been two. My setup at home, I promise you, is under $1,000, which might seem like a lot to some people, and I get that. In the grand scheme of things, that setup is going to last me a few years before I really have to update anything, and it might even just be the camera, to be honest with you, because most technology right now is pretty dang Good. That investment, if you can make it even in small little uh, amounts over the next couple months, is going to go a huge way. It's going to help you create some really great content, some really amazing value pieces to share with clients. And listen, if you got one client that you wouldn't have had because you've got an amazing setup, that client in a month and a half could pay for that setup for you. It's money in your pocket. So honestly, my pick of the week here is streamlining and having an amazing setup, putting that time and some of that money into invest in that so that you can create really clean content because in this day and age, you really can't get away from that if you want to have an amazing, busy business. And I think on that note, what we will maybe do next week if I can figure out how to do it is actually, I think we should do another episode on a setup and I'll get up a sure. second camera and I can kind of try and showcase some things here because um, I think that'll be absolutely fantastic. So uh, my pick of the week, honestly, and it's it's sort of a redo for me, but I've had a ton of questions from students about it at lately. Is So we've had a bunch of questions about, well, how do I start a podcast and how do we get going? So we do have podcast episodes um, in the memory bank here of the guide section of Fitness Pro Mentors and back in Spotify and our podcast um library. What I'm going to recommend though, is if anyone's interested in a high quality pro sound for about $300 US, you can get a really, really good pro setup. That is a DSLR, sorry, not DSLR, pardon me, XLR microphone, just like this. So I've said it before, this microphone right here, the pod mic is $100 US. It is by far the best, least expensive dynamic microphone with one side direction you possibly can get in. And I'm a big fan of Rode. Here, Glenn, pull that microphone over. Sure. So this one here, this is another microphone um, that we use. Watch your drink there, bud. 
Sure. Ooh, that was dangerous. Right. So this is another microphone. This is a $300 microphone. It's a condenser microphone. It's really, really great for doing voiceover stuff. And we have it here. So if we have a third person, which we'll be having more of soon, um, we will absolutely have more of that. So Rode makes incredible products. Glenn just picked up a USB microphone, um, the Rode NT1, I believe it is. Yeah, I think that's correct. Yep. And it's fantastic. And it's around $100 as well. And it plugs right into your computer. Now, if you're someone who wants that kind of next level audio quality, as you go through a USB, that you can get some really incredible stuff. Rode is by far the best USB microphone in my opinion. We've used the Yeti before, but when you get to the XLR cables, it helps to get a much cleaner sound. And if you ever want to record into a mixer and get your high quality voiceover stuff, that's the way that you do that. So for $100, you can get this right here. Um, the cables are not expensive, maybe $10, $15 if you get an introductory one. If you get longer ones, you need more expensive ones to conduct the sound and make sure it goes through not getting any noise. Another conversation. And then you just need an interface. And so we are using the Rodecaster Pro, which lets me do things like this. But that's another conversation. But you can get used, um, like the Scarlett uh, NTI, I think it is, um, small two-channel and single-channel interfaces that takes the signal from the microphone and converts it into a signal that's computer-friendly and allows GarageBand, Logic, or even Ecamm Live like we are to disseminate that information and have high-quality sound. So for less than $300, you can get a really, really, really pro, pro sound that you can use in a lot of different mediums. In fact, a lot of these con the stuff that I have that I use here was from when I was doing much more drum magazine, uh, drum industry music stuff, which I'm not doing right now, babies. Um, but it's great, and I'd highly recommend that. So check out Rode, R-O-D-E. Uh, they're an incredible brand. Um, they've got stuff at all different levels. So if you want to get high-quality sound, would check that out. They've got wireless options. They've got this kind of option. They've got the condenser microphone. Sorry, com condenser microphone over there. I've got another dynamic microphone at my mentorship setup. It's great. So check out Rode microphones, and we'll do more stuff on this real soon. Yeah. Uh, everybody, thank you so much again for tuning in today. We love sharing the successes of our clients because, listen, they are not unlike you. They are starting and everyone's in a bit of a different spot in their career, but you can learn so much from the success of others. And we're hoping that today, by learning a little bit about Lewis, the strong team and Ari and Norley, that it gives you some perspective and some ideas on how you can grow your business. I love it. Real simple thing you can do is action it out with some value pieces. I love those. Google them, read about them, learn about them. They're fantastic. Everyone, Fitness Pro Mentors presents the Minds on Muscle Show. Thank you so much for checking this out. Please check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you like it, please give us a solid review, but we'll see you again real soon. Take care, everybody.